I'm making um, a vanilla cake. I have a, I have how many? I have um, eight treat boxes I have to do this week, and then one two tier cake, and then one uh, one tier cake. So busy. God is good. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm struggling with full time. Uh, huh? So are you a full time baker? Yes, I am. I do yeah. it from uh not from my home we have a separate house that my husband bought so that I can bake from because he was tired of me taking over the kitchens at our house <laughs> so um <laughs> that's what I do and yep I do it full time right. I, um, I actually just took like this 10-day challenge and I was like excited to do it but it talked about things like pricing your cakes right and you know counting the cost for like all the ingredients and I'm like prices have went up and I just oh, yeah. don't like people I feel like they I feel like I'm starting to take my business as more like a business now and so like trying to get people to reflect that even though um even though I've been making stuff for them for years, but like actually charging the right prices now, like people are like, mm, I don't know. I'm like, you ordered a cake for like the last five years. I know you want this cake on this day, but it's just still like, they're like, that's a lot. And I'm like, well, at some point you have to like charge your worth and you have yeah. to realize like, I don't want it to just be a hobby anymore. I want it to be an actual business. It's Tuesday! just like that adjustment has been a lot but that it's gonna be okay <laughs> it's a harder it's like it's not that only you probably weren't pricing your items what they should have been priced but on top of that the cost of food have gone up so not only should you right. now starting to price it how it should be but on top of a such a big influx in price so that you know going into that too yeah some people don't understand it's like you charge 25 dollars a dozen for a cupcake so i'm like yeah if you yeah. and not for the ingredients but the time you put into it and your heart you know what i'm saying and trying to make it um look pretty you can't end the thing when i first started off with baking i knew it would be no i thought i knew it would be easy because when i first started off baking i, I was first taught with just you know uh, a betty crocker cake box so it took me a what 20 minutes let it cool hardly for no time then frost it and serve it to my family when I first started getting to actual like real baking with a real cake, you can't do that and I found out the main thing with baking is it's tedious you have to take your time with it so people don't understand how much time you're actually putting into doing what you do right and if you never like baked anything, some people just imagine like they never baked before or they never cooked anything. And so like they're at a restaurant and they're like, man, this dinner is taking all day. You know, well, you're at a restaurant. So it was people before you. And then it's people that's calling in. And then it's people that are here <laughs> and a mistake may have been made there. And so it's just like, you gotta be patient. Even if it's like, it's called fast food, but like, you want quality fast food or do you just want like something thrown together? Cause either way you'll be disappointed. I don't, I rather like it take longer and I not be disappointed right. than like for something to be longer. And then I'm like, this wasn't even worth it. I feel like that is so much, <laughs> so right. much work to me. I so agree with both of you. And the thing that I think I'm going to do 
um, be like maybe October 1st or at least the 30th of September, I'm going to write the prices for this year because right. we're coming up on the buying season and things like that. And people need to know right off the rip. And I might post it like two or three times throughout the week, go on live or do a video or something like that. Hey, you know, prices are going up at the grocery store. Uh, my product has to reflect those prices as well. I know that you love it because you've told me that you love my products and what I create. So, hey, let's help each other out. Get something you, you know, you want and let's help me out with the ingredients kind of thing. So, you know, people, if you just kind of like let them know beforehand, before sticker shock, I know we've all been <laughs> sticker shock before. I know I have like foil. Okay. But, um, <laughs> right. but um, I think that might be a, a good solution. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think a warning definitely is a good solution. It is, especially yeah. if you're not warning them, then they're going to buy their usual item and they're used to praying, paying such a set price and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, that's not what I paid last year. So like you're telling them right off rip, like, hey, I was been announcing this for the last month or two that prices are going to go up. So, and if those yeah. people that have products, like I'm sure they do, they're probably looking out, you know, and seeing what you're posting. So they're not going to miss the message. <laughs> is yeah. they're gonna so I know this is all good, but I got to say this before we go any further. If you want, here's a little tip. Ding, ding, ding. Here's a little tip. Why don't you say, hey, I'm offering, you know, a package deal at this, you know, at the pre new price or whatever you want to say, lock in now for the end of the year or holiday sales or something like that. And that's how you can get pre-sales. People are like, oh, it's going up, you know, $5, $10 or whatever. Let me lock in now and get those prices now before they, you know, after October 1st, October 30th or October 15th, prices are going to go up. So that might be a good way to sell it. So we've been talking. I know that we, it's all good. We have uh, Arlene here. Tell me what company you're with Arlene again. Sweet Fantasy Michigan. Sweet Fantasy Michigan. Great. I'm Tamala and welcome to uh, Tamala and Taylor's Treat Talk Tuesday. I'm going to let my co-host Taylor um, really um, run the meeting because you guys have met before. You guys have history and I'm just going to jump in, double dutch in, you know, where I can. And um, I know that it's going to be a really wonderful treat for our audience. Um, Taylor, would you like to go ahead? Yes. Yeah, so I'm Taylor um, with Taylor's Kitchen located in Albion, Michigan, where we make custom sweet treats for your special occasions. Um, I can be found on all social media platforms at Sweet Spirit Treats. And we're just going to, Arlene did introduce herself, but we want to know a little bit more about your company and what you actually produce and how's it going for you? Okay. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> like to say thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. Um, I've took some listens to you guys and I love your content and it's so engaging. Um, it's very much needed. I think for this time, the information you guys provide and it's very tasteful to say the least. Um, so yes, my name is Arlene Duncan. Um, my business is named Sweet Fantasy Michigan. I started in, I believe it was July of 2021. Um, so I just started the company almost 
on a whim. So what happened was a lot of my friends, they were getting into different ways of how to have another stream of income. They were getting into Forex, you know, investments and all, you know, some stuff that seemed legit, some stuff that seemed sketchy. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to just jump into anything. I'd rather make some type of additional income on what I know how to do. And I was like, I've been baking for forever um, since I was a little girl. So why not try to make um, my side hobby something that I now can make money off of? So it first started off with me posting just one cake. That was my Bananalicious Pudding cake and from that point I then added a Reese's cake then I started selling banana cheesecake bread and that took off like crazy I was getting orders from left and right um on barely almost couldn't even keep up with it for myself the only drawback was when I had first started I was living at home and my aunt was not playing about me being in her kitchen like that so then I had to regroup and I had to come up with a blueprint of how I'm going to continue to bake when she's talking about I can't use her kitchen you can't have baked goods and I have a kitchen you gotta have a kitchen so by the grace of God um my church was um so nice enough to allow me to use their commercial kitchen so I was able to keep in business um and just keep rolling with it at first it was just me making the cheesecake banana bread and making cakes, then I started adding stuff to the menu. Then I was like, you know what, if I wanna become even more legit, I'm gonna have to get some legal stuff did. So I got my LLC, um, I got my safe serve. Um, I started looking into business insurance and you know everything I thought I would need to make my business legit. Got a business account, two of them. <laughs> you know, I just was like, okay, even though I'm not, I may not be making that kind of money just yet, I need to prepare. So when the opportunity comes, I have everything I need to be able to go off into the stratosphere with this. So with that, it was nice because with summer, um, it allowed me to have more time. And plus I had a job that the hours were really nice to where it allowed me to put more time into my baking. Um, though eventually I did have a career change and that kind of shifted the way I had to do business too. So right now I am currently still a marketer. I do full-time marketing. Um, I also do digital content with that. But with the time I have now, I am still able to place orders um, for people, but not at the volume as I was, which is which is still um, okay for me because I always still wanted to be able to advance in my career. And, you know, I spent a lot of money on the education. I want to be able to put that to use somehow. So yeah. And sweet fantasy Michigan is doing pretty doggone good. Um, I'm doing custom treats and sweets. I also evolved in more into doing just overall catering for food as well. Uh, I first started off with the food, doing chicken and waffles, gourmet chicken and waffles. Um, yeah, they were really cool. So how that came about is I was doing treat waffles. So I do like the Oreo waffle with um, deep fried Oreos on top. I was doing this red velvet waffle. And one of my customers, they were like, you know what? Why don't you just put some chicken with it? I was like, huh? I mean, I'm doing sweets here. I ain't say nothing about no food. There y'all go. You can't satisfy y'all. You always want something more. <laughs> always. Was, always oh. something different. Right. I said, you know <laughs> the what? extra I'm, ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I said, Arlene, you know you do make pretty decent chicken. Why not? Why not one day when you sell your dessert waffle, throw some chicken with it? And why did I do that? That kept me busy. 
I think every weekend when I, I would get off at Fridays in the midday from Fridays through Saturday, because I don't don't like to work on Sunday, that kept me busy um, doing events, just doing individual orders and things of that such. And I actually almost was starting to stray away from my first love baking. And so then, you know, having to, having to keep it with the demand of my chicken and waffles. And that was kind of bittersweet. I'm like, yeah, I like the money, but I like my cupcakes. I like my cakes. I like, you know, making my, um, my cake pops and stuff like that, but they were wanting chicken and waffles. So I had to give the people what they want. Um, <laughs> but then with that, I became very overwhelmed. I found myself um, having anxiety. Then I also found myself dealing with depression, with other stuff. So then I completely had to kind of draw back from that. Then now it's kind of where I'm at now with my new with my new career. Um, me still trying to keep sweet fantasy alive and just taking out the time to just make sure my well-being is good and just allowing God to make my steps in order because like now with sweet fantasy i've come to the conclusion that i do want a food truck i do want a restaurant i don't know if you guys have heard of the sugar factory have you heard of that restaurant no, I okay. Heard of it before. okay so it's it's a pretty cool restaurant i think mm -hmm. they just got one like in detroit so they have like these really cool sugary desserts so i kind of took that business model i'm like i want to do that but make it more soul food you know, make it more culture, you know, make it more us. So that's kind of what I want to do with Sweet Fantasy. That is what I'm, I'm going to do with Sweet Fantasy. So I'm just going to allow God to allow those things to happen in its due time, not rush it, not just go out and get some big loans and like, okay, let me build this. I really want an actual business plan. I want not just, you know, a loan. I would prefer to have an investor, you know, it's preferably Black, you know, to keep the money unity you know so i'm just gonna allow god to just keep working on me and to continue to build my business little by little and just not rush anything so yeah that's that's <laughs> <about> me <laughs> i mean talk about this girl is on fire if i could say that <laughs> i know i can't sing but you know what i mean you oh, have really just given me so much energy i love your story i know that it's going to work you did what i had in my mind you did what the people wanted yes we have these wonderful products but if someone says if they keep coming back from saying i want chicken and waffles she was like well let me give them what the people want <laughs> chicken waffles okay and then you know building that um, rapport building that audience they'll eventually come across to well whatever you know what else does she have so right. having that vision and having that mindset to say okay I'm gonna give them what they want but I'm gonna be planning over here for the next step the next level that I want to achieve. So I am I am just so glad that you shared that story because I feel very much inspired by it. And I'm sure that our audience does as well. I wanted to um, go back a little bit and let me ask this question, Taylor, and then I'll let you jump in, okay? Um, when you talked about safe serve, it's so important that people know what that is, because when you're in the industry like we are in the industry of food and preparation and things like that, you know, it's good. The idea I tell everybody all the time, the idea is the easiest part. OK, the execution and the layers of 
the bank accounts, getting the LLC, the insurance, the space, and all that other great stuff that goes along with your business, a food business. So what is, say, this is a safe serve, safe serve, yeah. So, yes. Serve so, safe, serve safe, which I always get them intertwined. Google it, it'll pop up and you'll yeah. So what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so um that's one thing I do thank God for is you know having the the opportunity to go to college and learn about business and management and doing what I do because I'm kinda had like a, a mindset of always researching before I get into stuff. People don't do that. And with me having that background, I've, that's the first thing I did was, you know, was research. Once I baked that first cake and was like, you know what, let me slow down. Let's get some research because this is going to be legit in my mm -hmm. mind. And I went on this website, um, this food industry website, and it just was listing things you need. Um, one of those was an LLC, different stuff if you have an actual commercial space, which you should be in a commercial space. Um, but I know in Michigan, we have the food cottage law and I was operating under that for a while. I found that out doing my research. Um, mm -hmm. then across the, the safe serve, serve save, whatever it's called, we, you yeah. know. <laughs> so then that, I, I that, that, that. Right. And said, oh, this is something essential. Then I realized how easy it was for me to get. I'm like, you know, this is something I can get right now. So basically it's, um, I don't know if it's a, considered a certificate, Oh, but I know it's definitely needed if you're going to be in the food industry and it, it it's an online program it just goes over the basic stuff as far as cleaning like she said preparation um just how to properly um handle food mm -hmm. and it's so easy to get I think I paid like I don't know like 12 bucks it was or 25 30 I don't know it was cheap and you know it's mm -hmm. compared to some other stuff you got to get in the food industry and yeah I think I finished it like in a matter of a couple weeks um and now I don't you don't have to go like anywhere to get it you can just print it out right online and sign it and boom and that's it but it's yeah. very and you will be surprised how many people that are trying to start off and they don't do their research then they get all in a hole and figure out oh I need to do this or I should I was supposed to do that this and that so whatever you do folks please do your research and find out all you need to do because yes IRS and everybody all those legal entities will come after you if you do not got your paperwork together <laughs> and there it, is. And it, it is it is a lot of um different levels to business um, so many things like I, when I formed my LLC, I did it through a company just because I didn't want to mess anything up. Right. So I'm here. I'm going through. I'm like, yeah, I paid my money to this company. So I'm figuring I'm going to get more help, you know, than I actually had gotten. And so they're like, yeah, you did it. We did your LLC and everything was like easy. And I was like, all right. So I paid the money. And then they hit me with this list and they're like, OK, now here are the things you need to do on your own. And it was like the bank account the um, connecting different things, but they don't refer you to, um, they just said you need a lawyer, you need an accountant, you need a website developer, you need a mark, you need marketing, you need all these different things. And I'm like, I just want to sell my food. You uh -huh. know, I just want to sell my cakes, right? And so that's how you, you get into a whole different thing when you're like, oh, you want to be legit and sell your cakes. Like you want to go through, you know, the government. Okay, you have an EIN number. So now we're going to take 40% of everything you make. And you're like, but I don't really have a CPA. I don't really know any of these things. And so now you go through this list and they're like, all of these things you need to have. And you're like, what? 
I just wanted one thing, but the research is very key. One thing's going to lead to something else and something else. And you got to have all these things to make the business work. Um, but for most people that's cooking, they're just like, hey, um, my mom taught me how to make these pound cakes and I need some money. So I'm going to sell these pound cakes, you know, but like it can be, you can get certificates from like your your county level and then surf safe and then surf safe management and so it is lots of different things then you can join um different organizations that teaches about cakes and different things like that so it's so many different conferences and all kind of places that you can go to learn but you <laughs> Darina but you don't actually you know start out with that you're just like I want to bake because I love to bake and so yeah. then you got to be faced with the choice. Do you want to have a hobby or do you want to have a business? And right. so that's kind of where like you separate from people who are just like everyday bakers. Like, do I want to have a business? Do I want to have a hobby? And so it's great that you decided you want to have an actual business. You want this to be elevated. You want it to be something more than just, you know, here. So now you got to have a strategy. Now you're going to pop-ups, you know, <laughs> now you got to have your business right. And it's just a, a whirlwind, but I feel like it's exciting. I feel like I know I'm going to do it. So it's working out for me. That's good. Yes. And that would kind of made it stressful too, is that I had so many different backgrounds to myself, like especially having some experience in business and with the knowledge I knew then baking and I had to just become so many roles that I'm like I don't want to like if I'm gonna do marketing I'm gonna do market if I'm a bake I'm a bake I don't want to have to do all this different stuff but when you become an entrepreneur you're literally have to be everything we hope that you enjoyed this episode so far this is only part one of our episode and we can't wait to share part two with you as always like share and subscribe